Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Welcome back in to Gwen and Chris. 301 out in San Diego. 401 here in Arizona. Tony Gwynn Jr., Chris Ello, Match Gravy. We have uh, a little daily gamut. It's going to be an interesting one because none of us placed any bets that I can recall. Uh, oh, don't worry. We saved some money. <laughs> oh, yeah, exactly. Exactly. None of us placed any bets, but uh, I'm sure Scraby has put together something. I'm sure we have some bets for today, I we assume. Do. We do, yes. Uh, can I ask you a question? Because I, I, went, I went ahead and looked in your big five. You didn't, I didn't see it there, so I don't think I'm... Speaking on you a story. You know what? Thank you so much for looking ahead, Tony, and making sure you're not stepping all over the big Boy, five. that sounded I like something it. that was... That sounded like taking a shot at me. Oh, no, yeah. no, no. I was thinking my, my dear friend. I was just my dear friend. I wasn't taking a shot. I was just literally no, saying... No, you weren't. I was, he was. Oh, okay. Yeah, he was, maybe thank, he was going... He said, thank you, Tony, for looking ahead. What he meant to say was, you know, Chris never does that. <laughs> That's what he meant to Man, say. Man, you do speak scravy. You do. <laughs> I know. I know what um, you're up to. Did you guys see this craziness at Cam Newton's uh, seven yes. on seven? Yes, I have. It's I, I've seen different versions of it. The the one that I believe is the one that some people were giving him to, a hard time and trying to start a fight. Yeah, with no, him. they. So I, I read a little bit. I guess the Athletic has just put a story up on it to kind of give a little more details. But it sounds like he puts on a seven on seven. Uh, flag. I don't know if it's. I believe it's flag football. Uh, it's a big deal in at that high school level. And I guess there was a heated game. Uh, one of the, I assume the team that lost, approach team, two coaches. They tried to jump. By the way, I just want to remind everybody. Cam Newton's about six seven, six six. Yeah, he's prob- big. He's probably big. about two. Now he's probably about two sixty, two seventy. Yeah. yeah, he's a big, big dude. They tried to jump this man. There's three of them. And it looked like seven, and he and was still handling it. <laughs> he was. He had. He and he didn't even throw one punch. He he was he was aware enough to know 
what was happening, who was looking, but he also had to protect himself. He was literally moving these dudes out of the way like they were kind of rag dolls. Like he had one like underneath his arm, like like an old grandpa would have a, a, a grandson <laughs> in. He had another one like stiff armed away, and finally the police got it there, and they kind of break it up. But I bring it up to say, this is this is the craziness in all facets. Whether we're at a game, whether we're this is the craziness that that you're dealing with now. This dude can't even put on a, a a seven on seven that's for the community in which he lives without craziness like this happening. Yeah. I think it's I think it's bananas. And number one, it's bad enough that he has to deal with that. Number two, he has to deal with that knowing that somebody elsewhere is filming it <laughs> without a doubt. Right? Without a so doubt. if he does take a swing, even to protect himself, what are the headlines going to say? Cam, Cam Newton, Newton swings, at, yeah. swings at somebody or, you know, yeah. throws a punch. So, yeah, I mean, congratulations for him to get out of this first unscathed, yeah. but also, you know, not looking bad, which it, is yeah, hard to say, do. It, if your point was to try to make him look bad by jumping him, you all – joke's on you now because all three of you guys got got manhandled by one dude. Huh. That away, Cam. So, it, it, yeah, the anyway. – the, the, the people these days, the people these days. I have about seven years worth of daily gripes stored up from just my trip to the airport. And guess what, Tony? I heard every one of them before the show today. Oh, my goodness. I was like, I should have charged you by the hour you for what I had to listen to before the show today. I would have gladly paid you my therapy fee my because goodness. you were serving as therapists. Oh, my God. He got behind people who were slow at the airport, and one lady couldn't put her bag over the thing, and another guy stood in his way, <laughs> and he hit his head, and there was a was lady. Too slow. I mean, it was endless time. Tony, this guy. And I know I'm not experiencing anything new, and I've flown plenty in my life, but I don't think it's ever bothered me as much as it has in the last couple years. But this lady, they weren't letting people bring their bag on the plane anymore to put it in the overhead bin, and she did not care. She just kept walking down the ramp, and the the guy who was uh, controlling the ramp goes, if you keep going, I'm calling the security or calling the police. And she was like, this is ridiculous. I want to take my bag. It's just, why are we acting so entitled? Title is the airport. It might be, might be like place number one to go to see the true behavior like, of the, people. The true behavior <laughs> of people because it's 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 probably the one place where I think outside of work where everybody is like kind of tight, uptight, and that is when people are at their worst. I think, and that goes for all of us, right? Like when you're uptight, that's when you can kind of. That's when you're at risk of losing losing it. Well, I, yes. I don't under. I mean, a person that honestly is told there's no more room in the overhead bin. You it's have amazing. to check your bag, and the person just takes their bag and starts walking down the runway with the bag, just totally not paying any attention. <laughs> Literally, just walk past the guy who's like, "Hey, I mean, you can't go down honestly, there." Honestly, I wouldn't. Honestly, I wouldn't. If I was the guy, I wouldn't even say I'm going to call security. Just call. I would just call security yeah. and have her just toss her off the plane. We don't need people like this in our society. This, I mean, this isn't even old person on the lawn stuff. No, it's it's not. Not. This, this is not. just 
absolute disregard <laughs> for any other human being except for yourself. Yep. And I mean, I can't imagine anything that drives me crazier than that. You yeah. travel. I mean, Tony. Tony does travel a lot, but Tony's also not traveling like in the Southwest. Like, but Chris hold up, is but, but hold up, no. But here's the thing: is is prior to getting to big leagues, that's how we. That's how you travel. True. Traveling is so much easier if you just follow. The rules. The rules? It's, it's but, not but, difficult. It isn't. Some people think the rules are only there to limit them. And the rules <laughs> the rules are not there for that reason. The rules no. are there so that all of us can hopefully travel together and peacefully and work it out. Just but follow the rules. Some other people, some people just don't think those apply to them. And, I mean, this lady... Who dragged oh. her? I mean, this is. I mean, I wasn't there, and I am really irked <laughs> by this. Story. I, I visibly, visibly, as she walked by, rolled my eyes as much as I possibly could. I think I hurt myself. I rolled my eyes so hard. I almost got stuck. They up almost there. got stuck. They almost fell out of my head Ow. because of this. But she doesn't realize either, because all of us were talking in line, like making fun of her as she's doing the perp walk back, <laughs> yeah. and. No one. She doesn't realize that that's a major security issue to be like, yes. no, my bag's with me. I'm going on the plane with yes. my bag. Do, you, we can't operate in the time anymore where you yeah. can just roll your bag with with when they said you can't do it. Like no, no. they they got to think of the worst possible consequences. So guess what? We all gonna have to pay for it now. Mm. Well, yeah, tune in for the next six gravy shows because I have full hours of just stuff. If, if that's a if that's a peek into the content, oh man, oh. I, you guys are going to be in for a treat. Oh my goodness, people are just losing their minds. Everybody out there, yes. Oh yeah, this is on me. All right, let's play. Let's get to the, let's get to the daily gambit. Do you like money? I think about money a lot. Do you like money without doing anything? Uh, duh. Winning. Do you want to make money while watching sports? I think Washington is immortal luck. Washington! Woohoo! If you answered yes, this is your segment. Just don't blame us when you lose. Nothing is ever your fault. It's your game. Take it. Gwen and Chris go through the top bets of the day in The Daily Gambit on 97.3 The Fan. Daily Gambit's our daily sports betting segment here on Gwen and Chris. Please, everybody, gamble responsibly. I was not here on Friday, so I did not do any bets. But did you guys know that one of the best sporting events of the year is happening in about 20 minutes? You guys didn't because... Capital One's The Match is back in 20 minutes. Who knew, everybody? No what one. sport is no that? No one knew. It's golf, Chris. You know that. <laughs> I don't. But The Match thing, what is that? Where they match uh, celebrities go out and... Yes, it's, it's a bunch of pro golfers this yeah. time. Uh, it's uh, Rory McIlroy, which is a huge name for this, I gotta say, with some of the other people. Max Homa, uh, Rose Zhang, and Lexi Thompson. Lexi Thompson is also a big name. Both those women are big names in the golf So they're world. matching up the, uh, the men and the women. Correct. Together. Yes. Oh, that's This is the match nine, everybody. Nine of these they've had. <laughs> Eight more than anybody I, really I, wanted. I, I, I missed the last seven then. What happened? Uh, they did Josh Allen and Aaron Rodgers one oh, summer. Yeah. I, I will never forget that first match 
that was good stuff. And then the second match, I guess, was with Tom Brady and Peyton Manning and Tiger. One and of them Phil. was one of them was a big deal because, if I recall, it was that one, the Tom Brady one. It was the only event that took place during yeah. COVID. Yeah, that's yeah. right. So everyone cared about it because it was like something, anything, yes, yes. for us to watch. So but the match is going on. We no longer care about it now. <laughs> no, we, we, we definitely so I don't, don't really think you need to update us. If well, if you guys want to predict a hole in one. Max Owen, Rory McIlroy, plus 15,000. Lexi Thompson, Rose Zhang, plus 20,000. Why are the women higher odds? They must be playing. I don't know if they're playing separate tees, but they may have a more difficult hole. Seems like a bit of some sexist odds I, I don't there. think so. I don't think so. I don't think that's what they were doing. Sexist I don't think that's what they were doing. Uh, but you could also... Okay, here's the other one I want to say, and then you guys can take it over because I'm stumbling all over my words. Welcome back, Matt Scraby. Would you rather hit a hole-in-one, Chris, or Tony, or cash a parlay for $5,000? I will tell you my answer after you guys go. Oh, I'd easily rather hit a hole-in-one. The $5,000 is going to come and go. I mean, it'd be fun to hit a parlay like that because yeah. there'd probably be two or three victories, but yeah. hole-in-one lasts a lifetime. I'd take the hole-in-one easily. All right, all right. Tony? Mm-hmm. Sees those 5K sitting right there in front of him. Is he going to grab it, or is he going to have the memory of a lifetime of I'm a hole-in-one? I'm going to take 5K. Sorry. Wow. Five stacks of high society for Tony Gwynn. For Tony Gwynn. I'm taking the 5K. Sorry. Oh. I got four kids. They all got to go to college. Give me that 5K. Oh, that's please. a good point. I guess. I guess if you want to take care of your kids, you should do that. All right. I would go hole-in-one, too. I mean, hole-in-one, for me, I've played so much golf in my life, I've never had one. I feel like the odds are way more astronomically worse than for, for a hole-in-one than hitting yeah. a parlay. Not easy to do. Anyway, uh, real quick. I mean, the, there's professional golfers on the tour that have never had a hole-in-one, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, not everybody. I mean, just, in competition, but, like, I don't know if they're in their regular life, but some I'd have I'd imagine there's a one. few guys that have never had one, even uh, uh, even professionals. I would agree with you. This I mean, hour. you got to have a lot of luck. Brought to you by the Farmer's Dog. Take it away, Chris. Very good. Let's bet some th- uh, stuff tonight. Let's get some money out there. Uh, if you hit all six of these, uh, I think the payoff would be about $5,000. So... See if anybody can do it. <laughs> okay. Uh, let's start with um, the NBA tonight. The Boston Celtics are playing well, and they are the top team in the East. They're home to the Philadelphia 76ers. How the mighty have fallen without Joel Embiid. The Sixers are now a 12-point underdog to the Celtics Whoa. in Boston tonight. Tony, I'll let you go first. You're our NBA expert. 12 points is a pretty big spread for an NBA game, but... Sixers are no longer the same without Joel Embiid. Give me Boston. Boston minus 12. <laughs> Give him 12. Oh, man. Scraby. I'm going to go Boston. Boston also. Boston. Boston. 12 doesn't seem like that much <coughs> at home. Yeah. All right. I'll, no, I'll take Boston. I went back and <laughs> forth on that one. I just feel like I'll take the Sixers and they'll be down like 30 at the end of the first quarter. (laughs) Um, Luka Doncic tonight is at Cleveland. Dallas at Cleveland. Doncic over under 32 and a half points. Wow. Scraby. Uh, I do know that Cleveland is now the leading scorer in the league because Embiid does no longer qualifies. Ah, that's that's sad for Embiid. That is. Um, I know that the Cavs are good. This is for tomorrow. 
Dunk? Is it? Is it? Are they I not playing they play, tonight? I think they play tomorrow. Wait, let me see what I've got here. Uh oh, he's on my right. fantasy. Oh, ah. that's why. You know what, Boston? I all right. Man, I was ready to go home and watch Boston. And <laughs> I, get the, the I get the Scraby Award tonight. None of these games are tonight. They're all tomorrow? They're all tomorrow. Do we want to save these for tomorrow since we're already at the end of our segment? <laughs> We've already bet on a couple of things. Now I'm worried that the uh, college basketball I want to do is tomorrow, too. No, that's tonight. Okay. All right, we'll save Donkets for tomorrow. Uh, save the Celtics for tomorrow. Uh, North Carolina home 14 over Miami of Florida. Jesse Agler's team in the Final Four last year, but they are struggle, really struggling struggle right soft. now. Fifteen and thirteen. North Carolina is twenty-one and six. I'm going to go. North Carolina is ranked ninth. This game is indeed tonight, so we we're ahead of the game this time. <laughs> um, I'm going to go. Scraby. I'm going to go North Carolina. North Carolina minus fourteen. Fourteen. Yeah. I took Miami last week against Duke, and they got their clock shellacked. By like 30 at home. They're going to bounce back. I'll take Miami plus 14. That's a silly bet. Tony? It is. Yeah, ain't no way. Give me the Milkman's alum. The Milkman. Carl Malone, where did he go? Zach Gallon. Oh, Zach Gallon, where did he go? Carl Malone was the mailman. North Carolina, there we go. (laughs) Carl Malone was the mailman. That's right, that's right, that's right. (laughs) Carl Malone was a man, he just delivered mail, not (laughs) milk. Yeah, I forgot. He's uh, so much better as the milkman, though. He's sick. Oh, Malone. <laughs> as the milkman. TCU is two and a half over Baylor tonight. Uh, Baylor is ranked 16th. TCU is not ranked, but the game is at TCU, and they're favored by two and a half. I saw Baylor the other day lose in overtime to Houston. Houston. And they're on the road, so I'm going to take TCU. I, I just It's tough to win on the road. I'll take TCU, give two and a half. Tony. I can't take TCU because of Braden. Give me yeah, the other team. Braden heard you take TCU. He'd mm-hmm. never let you hear the end of it. Mm-hmm. All right. Scraby, what about you? Yeah, I can't do the Horn Frog sign. Can't so do I'm the Horn Frog sign. You're going to do the I Baylor I was going to try to do that all night if I pick TCU, but I can't, so I'm going to go Baylor. Baylor for you. Uh, women's basketball, two ranked teams in the Pac-12. UCLA, six and a half over Colorado. Colorado lost to USC the other night on the first of their two-game trip to Southern California. The Pac-12 has been fantastic in women's basketball this year. They have six ranked teams in the Pac-12. So they're going out with a bang in women's basketball. I'm going to take Tony's turn. You're going to take Tony's turn? Yeah, I'm not going (laughs) to jump out of turn here. Uh, Yeah, I'm confused as to what we're Yeah, are we talking men's or (laughs) women's? Okay. Women's basketball. And and the two teams are? UCLA. Okay. And Colorado. And who's favored? UCLA is favored by six and a half. The All right, Bruins, thank you. Oh, thank you, give thank me, you. give me the Buffaloes. The Bruins are ranked eighth. The Buffaloes are ranked thirteenth. Gotcha. I think the Buffaloes will keep this game close. Colorado says Tony Scraby. You know I'm going to go um, with Ukla. Ukla. UCLA You're people. a favorite better. I've, I've noticed. You don't take the points all well, that often. The, everybody always it's tells okay. me to take the favorite. Who does? Who's everybody? Like the, the <laughs> websites that I follow. Okay. Uh, I'll take Colorado for sure. This should be a close game, I, I think. All right. Uh, I got one more in the NHL, but I'm now I'm worried that they're not really playing tonight. Uh, they are <laughs> L.A. at Edmonton. Kings and the Red Hot Oilers. The Oilers have been sizzling for a long time. They have uh, shot to the top of the standings. 
The Kings have off to a great start, but they have kind of been mediocre. Edmonton at home is favored by one and a half goals over the L.A. Kings. This has got to be quite the road trip, by the way, going all the way to Edmonton, Alberta. <laughs> Kings do it every year a bunch of times. Uh, Scraby, what do you think? Um, the Kings just hate me, so I'm going to go Oilers and hate them back. Edmonton. <laughs> They do. They hate me. Every time I pick them, they lose. Well, I'm going to pick them because you've been wrong every time. Okay. I'll take the Kings. Plus a goal and a half. Tony? You took the Kings? I did. Chris, I'm going to take the Kings, too. Yeah. Go against Gravy. Mm -hmm. Always Mm -hmm. a pretty good strategy. Mm -hmm. All right. So that was kind of a not the world's best Daily Gambit betting segments. That's because we haven't been together. So since I yeah. since two games, I two of my bets are not going to take place till tomorrow. I was really excited about Boston. I feel like I let everybody down. tonight, but now I can't watch it because it's not on. I got everybody riled up for that game, and now it's not going to happen. All right, let's uh, let's get to break. When we come back, Chris and I asked the question: Why can't we have nice things anymore? Ah, you want to know what that means? You have to find out on the other side. More Gwen and Chris. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. 325 is the time. Chris Ello, Tony Gwynn Jr., Matt Scraby, Gwynn and Chris, 97.3 The Fan. Just tuning in. Padres fell in the spring training uh, action today, 7-4. to four. To the Cleveland Guardians, the uh, Aztecs put a big hurting on Fresno State Saturday night. You know, I, I, I didn't have anything to do Saturday night, so I was looking forward to watching the game. And the Aztecs beat them so bad that I was almost rooting a little for Fresno State just to get closer so that it was <laughs> worth watching. But you know, I mean, they they be, it was twenty two to four, and then the next I looked up, it was forty to ten, and they went on and won the game by thirty two points. So uh, impressive victory by the Aztecs. Jaden Ladia had his typical monster game. Uh, Aztecs lost one spot in the rankings, however, 
uh, because they lost to Utah State last week. So the Aztecs come in at 20 in the nation this week, down one spot from 19. Houston is the new number one team. The Houston Cougars going to the top spot ahead of Purdue and UConn. I bring this up because nobody's talking about college basketball on the floor. Tony Gwynn Jr., they're talking about what happens after the game is over on the floor. This in the wake of Duke star Kyle Filipowski being injured when the Wake Forest fans stormed the court. I believe that game was Saturday afternoon. Uh, Filipowski, if you looked at the video, he really had no chance to get out of the way. He was right in the middle of the court when the game ended. And he took like one step. He got spun around. He got run into a couple of times. There was nowhere for him to go. He ended up getting helped off the court by his teammates because of a knee injury. So now people are up in arms. And you brought up the question, Tony. I mean, storming the court is fun. Or it sure looks fun. I've never actually done it. Yeah. But it looks like a lot of fun and students and the whole thing. And it's part of the tradition. But, I mean, how long can we have fun at the expense of people getting hurt? We can't, right? And the the thing I was really getting at is we gone so many years without having, like, major issues at all of people getting hurt. And I don't know, if I, and, it, and it makes me think back. Like, I, I think back to, um, it might have been, it might have been Reggie, Reggie Jackson. Um, after, it might have been when he was in Oakland or Yankees, they stormed the field at one point, and you see him playing offense. Yes. Getting out, I've not seen playing that clip defense. Before. It was after a, it was actually after a home run that, um, Either, the other team hit, right? Uh, no, I think it was one that Chris Chambliss, his teammate, hit for the Yankees to win the 1976 pennant. Bottom of the ninth at Yankee Stadium, hit a home run in the last okay. game, and they won. Reggie and everybody trying to get off the field, and it was, yeah, it's a, an it was amazing mayhem. clip. Mayhem. He, he is, he's not playing defense. He's playing offense, meaning he's taking the, the fight to the people Coming in at him. Oh, like, he steamrolled some he fans steamrolled. coming off the, off the field. He absolutely <laughs> he just, did. And for a long time, I, I didn't understand why. But I understand now because in a, a chaos like that, your only objective is to honestly get out healthy. This young man is, is could miss this next game. He's still pretty sore according to reports I read. But it also makes me think, like, was there – did there used to be some type of etiquette when – you were start storming the floor because we managed a whole lot of time without any major issue, any major injury. Um, but it seems like what in the last month we had Caitlin Clark get get kind of forearm shivered in the stomach. Yeah, we saw my man for Duke get people hurt, and it's just like yo. At some point, either students, you guys, as you're storming the court, clearly it's not going to be in your hands at this point. It's going to be put in somebody else's hands to decide whether you're going to even be allowed. But I'm just saying, like, as a as a kid watching kids, students storm the floor, I always thought, man, that would be pretty fun and sweet to do. Not thinking about somebody getting hurt, but now that's all I would be thinking about is yeah. someone actually getting hurt. Yeah, Filipowski says he felt he was targeted. You know, like fans actually ran toward him. I could see why hoping he would to feel knock that him way. down. He's kind of a big name player. 
I can certainly see how he could feel that way too. It's hard for me to believe that yeah. guys got organized on the yeah. court storm. We're going to take said, this hey, guy out right there. Here. He is. He's get right it. there. Let's get him. But <laughs> maybe they did. Maybe the Wake Forest court stormers are really, really organized. Um, but here's Jay Billis, college basketball analyst, and uh, Jay's one of the best in the business. I'm curious as to what his thought is on this. And but the truth is, nothing's going to change now. We're going to talk about it. And it's going to go away. And nothing's going to change. And if they wanted to stop it, they could stop it tomorrow. Uh, the, the, the administrators would tell you that uh, security experts tell them that it's not, it's not a good idea to try to stop the court storming, that that could cause more problems than it would solve. But you don't have to stop the court storming. One time, all you have to do is once they're on the court, don't let them off. Just, just say you're all detained and give them all citations or arrest them if you want to. And then court stormings will stop the next day. Um, there's no accountability for this. It, it, the fans feel like it's an entitlement, and the universities like it, and the truth is we like it. Now, one last thing on this. <laughs> that was the one last thing right there. I, I always knew I loved Jay Billis. Handing out citations. I yeah, would love to I'd see, love to see that. that. Uh, everybody gets every, – you storm the court, and now we're going to lock you on the court. Not going to let you <laughs> off. That's, uh, you know, hey, that seems great. like a dangerous idea, but I, I like Jay's way of thinking at least. Hey, hey Scraby, you know what that reminds me? You could probably relate to this because you, you're around my age. Uh, when I was in college – they would run like sting operations at certain parties where mm. they would try to try to catch you with the MIP, meaning minor yeah. in possession. Yeah, yeah. And so they let all these kids, they they'd let they they be sitting out there and they let all these kids get into the house and then they just basically surround the place yeah. and you there's no way of getting out of it without yep. one of those tickets. Wow. That, that's it, what it reminds me. Thank of, goodness I, I went to uh, college back in the golden days where we didn't <laughs> care about that kind of stuff. Because I, 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 I never checked an ID once in my entire life. Did it surprise I, you that I tried to jump a fence sure one time have. and I couldn't get over? <laughs> I, remember, I, I remember one time at State, I was late getting to one of those, and I oh. certainly saved myself yes. by being late. But yeah, man, they 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 shackled up that whole house. Everybody wow. was walking out. Of I saw this. That's <laughs> really funny. I saw this on social media, and I can't remember who put it out there, but what court storming was reserved for massive upsets, right? Right. Not Wake Forest over Duke at home. That's not a court storming moment. It has to be like, I'm just pulling this up be, or saying this because it's the first thing that came to mind. Appalachian State beating Michigan years and years I, and years ago I'll, in football. I'll say this, Scraby. I've always felt that about this as well. I, I do think Wake Forest now in 2024 qualifies as a major upset beating Duke. Now maybe in the 90s. You know Tim Duncan's error that was a little be a little bit different then, but you're right. Maybe it's that we're storming the court because there was a time maybe a couple years ago where I started to feel like man, we are storming the court for like a a team that's like the 56th best team versus the you know the the 24th best team. It's like yeah. that's not that big of an upset, but. I don't know. I think it's about to all go to bed here shortly. And I don't. I don't see you don't it lasting. They're going to let them continue it. But how are I, I they going to? They may. They may be able to let them continue it through this year. But I would. My guess is this might be the last year we get a chance. But really, see. how are they going to keep that? I really from don't happening. know what they're going to do. They find a LSU student or a LSU, a hundred thousand bucks. 
after they stormed the court yeah, after a win over Kentucky. Make it hurt more. But but yeah, but who's that hurt? That doesn't hurt the kids storming the court. Oh, if the university starts care? paying out of their pocket for all these things, they yeah, will find they'll, they'll, a way. Yeah. They'll start locking it down a little bit, won't they? Kirk yeah. Kenny uh, just texted me with a good point. He said, are there more incidents through court storming or the handshake line? Should we stop shaking hands after games? Because I've seen a lot of those lately. Like <laughs> We fight. have seen a few of those. That is, I mean, again, maybe it's just that we all have social media now and we're reacting to everything, whereas before these things would happen, we didn't have a platform to be like, did you see the, the storm courting? That was absolutely atrocious. Somebody's <laughs> going to get hurt. And then that starts the whole train of everybody talking about it. Yeah. I don't know if things have changed that much, but certainly the platforms in which you could talk about it have, um, you know, they have changed the game for a lot of things. I have a very, you know, probably un, uh, I, I don't know. My thought on this is probably not shared by too many others, but I, I'm sorry for Filipowski. Uh, Caitlin Clark flopped. <laughs> and honestly, honestly they storm the court maybe 25 times a year, 30 times a year. I don't think we should have to always overreact to one guy getting hurt. I, I agree. I'm I don't with know that you on one this. guy. I, I'm not happy he got hurt. One maybe is too many, but nobody died. Nobody. Nothing awful happened. I feel bad this guy might miss a game, but I just feel better like about. It. I I know, but I don't know how else to say this. <laughs> I I I hate the fact when one person gets hurt, that ends it for everybody for all times. That just seems yeah. like too much of an overreaction. So I don't know if anyone agrees with me on that because I, I might be on an island. Brutus Van but... says he thinks he knows why. Conspiracy. Duke was oh. embarrassed by Scraby's Wake Forest. Hashtag storm it. That's right. I was waiting for that storming of the court. I should be on their side with this whole thing. I mean, we, the Aztecs stormed the court one night after beating New Mexico. It wasn't much of an upset, but they won the, won the conference championship. I remember this game maybe seven, eight years ago. I mean, this it was a basketball? great basketball. I mean, it was a great moment, and and you know, I felt that nobody got hurt. And as Tony brought up, they've been storming the court for years. We don't really hear stories like Filipowski very often, once a year. Yeah, it doesn't seem if like we that, have. If honestly. that, so I feel bad this guy got hurt, but I I, I hope they don't eradicate it. But I think you're right; they probably will. I don't know that Jay Billis has the best idea though. <laughs> Hey, to uh, trap uh, them on the court, I think that's <laughs> Jay. Jay's what are they going to do, like mousetrap, where they just put a big cage down? <laughs> Jay's thinking outside the box for sure. Oh right. my goodness, we're guys, way look at the, the time. Way, way, I, was, way, I, was, way. Hey, I was just about to ask, are we just starting a segment, or are yeah. we past the no, one we were just No, we're trying to finish on? one, so we better <laughs> yes. finish it, right? Is it me or you? It's me, and we are uh, in a break. <laughs> Let's see if we can get this show back on the rails. What time is it? 4.45 here in the desert, 3.45 in San Diego. Uh, we've spent a lot of time kind of just having a good time. So we need to get back on track here. Uh, before we do so, uh, let's check some traffic and then some Padre pin pals on the other side.
Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. It's time to ask the experts, Padres fans. I was hoping maybe you can bring a little insight into it. Write us, tweet us, Facebook us. Send a carrier pigeon for Chris. He thinks they're cute. Padres Pen Pals begins. Hurt the Pelota big time. Now on 97.3 The Fan. All right. It's that season. Padres Pen Pal season. If you have any thoughts throughout the season, you can hit me up on X at Matt Scraby Instagram. Uh, you can ask your questions there, or maybe even ask in the chat. And if I see it, I will try to take it down. But we have a couple today that are going to, I think, get your guys' brains working a little bit. Stuff that we necessarily haven't talked about. And so let's get started with this one. And this one's from me, guys. This one's actually a submission from myself. Wait, what? I, I saw something today in the game. Don and Mud made their uh, debut for the season, and the Padres and the Guardians were playing, but we talked about this a little bit earlier. I don't know where I've been. Joe Musgrove left the game in the first inning, came back to start the second inning, and Don and Mud started talking about this rule a little bit, and Don asked Mud if what he thinks about doing for the regular season, and Mud said he's all for this. Now, I don't know how, I don't know if he's like 100% all in on this. But, Chris, what do you think about the re entry thing in the regular season for a starting pitcher? I think that uh, Tony Gwynn's scorebook would never recover. <laughs> <laughs> and we've already discovered how difficult it can be when you've got spring training type substitutions in the fifth inning trying to keep a clean scorebook. Uh, you take a pitcher out, and then he comes back in, and then his stats. And I'm going to take a hard pass on this idea. <laughs> I, I am. Shocker. I, I didn't. <laughs> well, I mean, I don't know. I, I You're right, though, in a sense. I've been slow to, you know, buy into too many of the rules. I, I thought putting a runner on second base was the dumbest thing I ever heard until I saw it. Um, I thought being able to throw over to first base only twice was even dumber. Until I saw it. I saw the pitch clock was dumber than all of them put together until I saw it. But this one would top them all. It just seems like way unfair. I mean, guy, you know, comes out of a game in the top of the third inning, and then you, what, you do you have to bring him back the next inning? If or can they he want pitch to the ninth inning? Yeah. I mean, I, I, no, this is this is way out of line. Please, I, I've already. I, I, it's been hard enough for me to accept all the changes as it is. I don't think you're wrong on this one, Chris. Tony, what do you think about this whole reentry thing? I think it's stupid. I'm sorry, Don and Mud. This is a, a dumb, you know what idea. Um, <laughs> no, I don't know for, what. For, yeah, for, for, for 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 a bunch of different reasons, right? I mean. Why why are why are you allowed to not have to work out of the trouble that you've gotten yourself into by going to sit on the bench and having somebody else come and then on top of that you get to now come back out to start a clean inning the following inning. I it just yeah, it seems unfair on so many different and listen, there are all kinds of rules you can then make up to make it so that it's not as bad, those runs still count for him. Whatever the case is 
he can now pitch possibly longer, right? Mm -hmm. Because he would have maybe not have gotten out of that inning and had to come out. Instead, he gets to kind of re, kind of recharge, come back out. What if he's dealing in that at that point? That's a starter you could have had out the game. Yeah, no, this is a this is a bonehead idea. Well, I also think if you're concerned about injuries, this is a risky proposition. Yeah, absolutely. I know Joe Musgrove did it today in spring training, but I don't know that I'd want to make a habit of this, having my guy go out of the game and rest for a half an hour, then come back and start again. That's the whole part of baseball, too. You, you can only use a pitcher once. That's part of the rules. You have to factor that into your strategy. Well, the rules are a-changing, but not that one. <laughs> yeah. All right. Next one. And real quick, if you love Mediterranean food like Chris does, try Spiros for authentic Mediterranean cuisine in Coronado or La Jolla. For dining or takeout options, visit SpirosCuisine.com. Still waiting on that, Chris, in studio. Thank you. I know I'm supposed to bring you all some food, so um, we'll get that done. So uh, this person's writing in. So happy spring! So happy spring training is underway, and I get my Padres fix every day. I have to say, I was pretty nervous about the team coming into this year, but I feel a bit better after seeing some of the bright spots of spring training. Seems like the strategy is going to be rely on the minor leaguers to get through the year. Tony, do you think this is a playoff formula? Give it to me again. I'm sorry, I wasn't paying complete attention. Thank you for being honest. Um, yeah. This person says they have to say they were nervous about the team. But they've seen some bright spots here in spring training. It seems like the strategy this year is going to be rely on the minor leaguers to get through the year. Do you think this is a playoff formula? I don't know that that is, that is uh, accurate in terms of relying on the minor leaguers. You're, you're going to rely on the likes of Manny, Toddy, uh, Ha-Sung, Joe, you know, the Bogarts, there's, there's, a, there's a bunch of people that you're going to be depending on before you get to the minor leaguers. Uh, I think there's a chance that you may have to count on some of them at times, for sure. I said this yesterday, or not yesterday because we weren't on the show yesterday. I think I said it Friday. Um, at some point, you do kind of have to see what you're working with, what you got. Uh, I mean, in order to sustain being good for for you know hopefully a long period of time young guys are going to, have to come up they're going to, have to be productive i don't think they're going to be asked to be the man you know i don't think that's the case at all so uh, i i agree that I, you know this team has a chance to be super competitive and and win some games but i don't know uh that that's going to be contingent on depending on the young guys Chris, do you think uh, this is a playoff formula, depending on younger guys for the uh, year? What you laid out is probably not a playoff formula, uh, right? If you're going to have to yeah. count on Jackson Merrill and Jacob Marcy to lead you to the playoffs, it's going to be a it's going to be a long season. You're going to need, as Tony said, the stars are going to have to sh align and the stars are going to have to show up. Uh, but that said, um, you know, I think uh, these young guys are going to play a part this year, and there's no reason that they can't play a part. They can contribute. They can come up with a couple of big hits, win some ball games. You know, hopefully they're not starting every day because I, I don't know that I'm ready for anybody to jump from double A to the big leagues like this. But hopefully they all contribute. And that would be if they do contribute, you know, in that regard, then that would be a winning formula. That's icing on the cake. Correct. Uh, if you would like to go back and forth with Adam Klug in our YouTube chat, he's very upset. Or he said he used to hate the whole DH and the NL thing, but now he likes it. So, talking about changing rules and all that stuff. Because I don't know that Chris ever really hated that one to start with, right? That the NL needed a DH? I, I hated it. 
but for you selfish like reasons. I uh, but uh, I I wouldn't. I'd be okay if they decided to change it back. But I'm cool with it. I liked it the way it was, but I haven't missed it that dramatically. Yeah, that's what I'd probably go with too. I will never forget Ryan Weathers standing at the plate in that 16 inning Dodgers Padres game because he kept coming up with big situations, and I that's was like, right. "We need a they DH kept, here." They, they kept walking uh, the guy in front of him to Just face him. Just to get to Ryan Weathers, and he, ugh, man, that was a long night. All right. Next one. Thanks for being my source of entertainment during my 90-minute drive home. Downtown San Diego to San Clemente can be rough, but you guys make it better. That is rough. Uh, I was thinking about this on my one of my long drives home, but I haven't heard anyone talk about it. Hassan Kim is going to be an absolute superstar in the Korea games this year. Uh, Chris, do you think there is a ton of pressure for him to be great? How do you think he's going to respond to all of the fanfare next month? Well, I think uh, most of the pressure is going to probably be away from the game. I think the game will actually be his uh, place to relax and focus on what he likes to do. I mean, he's going to be the the face of this entire trip, or most of it. So I, I don't think it'll you know affect his game. He might go 0 for 8, but if he does, it's not going to be because he's in Korea. It's just because of baseball. All right. It's only uh, two games. Yeah, so I think true. he'll enjoy the games. I think he really will. I think the rest of it's going to be a little bit more pressure on him to, you know, smile and be in a great mood and upbeat for, you know, a week or whatever long the guys are there. He is going to be a superstar. Tony, what do you think? How um, Do you think there's a ton of pressure for him to be great, and how do you think he's going to respond to all the fanfare? I, don't, I think it'll be, he'll put a ton of pressure on himself. I'm sure he wants to go uh, back to his home country and – and ball. I mean, so um, I think there will be pressure, but I think that'll be mainly pressure that Ha Sung puts on himself because um, he is going to be, if not the main, one of the main attractions um, when we get down there or also, over there. Yeah. Yes. Jacob on the chat said also, uh, Mr. Go, he's going to be heading home too. But <laughs> Ha Sung Kim is the guy. He, he's the guy. Yeah. yeah. Uh, all right. Last one. And this one stems off of the baseball pant talk. Uh, I have a question about the all-too-revealing uniforms Major League Baseball is putting out there, and I hesitate to even write Scraby because I don't want to be called a Scarin. I don't know why you have to insult me after you say (laughs) that you didn't know why you want to write me. I'm a dad of a six-year-old girl, and I don't want her seeing that stuff. I know. I know. It doesn't harm her, but as a girl dad, I want to keep her away from that stuff for just a little bit longer. Tony, do you think Major League Baseball cares at all about this aspect of the situation? That stuff. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Do I think Major League Baseball cares about the element of... Young kids daughters seeing, having to any kid seeing that. I mean, it's it's their business to worry about little things like that because it does it can ultimately affect the bottom line. Um, I, my guess is it's kind of all thrown in the same pot. Like that's part of their worry, along with the you know other issues that these sheer pants uh, <laughs> may cause. Um, it's, just, it's not a good rollout. I know that. And so hopefully they can get this situation fixed before opening day. But I have my doubts. In the airport yesterday, I just pulled up one of the toilet seat covers. And I was like, hey, these are the Major League Baseball pants. <laughs> <laughs> Chris, what do you think? Do you think Major League Baseball cares about this I think aspect? they should. I think Tony's right. They should. I mean, it extends to everyone. I mean, if parents want to keep their kids away from baseball, that's not what baseball wants. Yeah, right. Definitely. So... 
All right, that's it for Padres Pen Pals. Thank you very much to everyone who wrote in. Again, if you want to get your question in, we do these weekly, so you can just uh, find me on social media, at Matt Scraby. Up next, Chris versus the fans for qualification to Las Vegas. I need to find out how many questions we have left because I should have checked earlier, so we'll see on the other side. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. (laughs) 